0: Hey there, Rooster Teeth fans! Welcome to another episode of the Ruby After Show on AfterBuzz TV. Tonight we're talking about Volume 5, Episode 2, Dread in the Air. A lot of fun stuff to talk about tonight, so stay tuned.
1: You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion,
0: AfterBuzz
1: TV! And now, let the buzz
0: begin! If at first you don't succeed, try, try again. <laughs> Unless you're the leader of, I guess, a terrorist organization? In well, which now. case... Yeah, in which case you try and then you die and it's sad. Uh, <laughs> really sad.
2: If at first you don't succeed, die, die again. No,
0: no, we're not doing that. Die okay. Hey that was there. yesterday. Hey there, Ruby yesterday fans. <laughs> Ooh. Welcome to another episode of the Ruby After Show on AfterBuzz TV. We're talking about dread in the air. Uh, let's not waste any time. Let me go ahead and introduce my fantastic panel to my left, Mark Donica. I
1: didn't think you were referring to me. Hi, I'm the internet's Mark Donica. You find me on Twitter at Mark Donica. There's gonna be a lot of, we're gonna do some shilling tonight, so don't you worry. Uh, make sure, also, if you're watching right now, to load up the first episode of Rooster Teeth Reviews, which we put back up. Uh, we yes. cut out the offending part that got it removed from YouTube. Uh, we we put a slate over the offending video, but the audio was still there. So make sure to load that up. Hopefully it's in related videos somewhere down here or over there. However you're watching this. Hi, this is Katie Collins.
2: <laughs> Hi <all> my buddies. <laughs> you can follow me all over the internet at KIAXET. That is K-I-A-X-E-T. I'm going to do a little bit less shilling tonight, but... Eh, I'm just here for the fun commentary. That's Megan Salinas. What, me? <laughs> yes, you. Hey there, guys. You can tweet
0: at me at the Manguin. That's T-H-E-M-E-N-G-U-I-N. We are going to be keeping an eye on the hashtag R-W-B-Y-A-B-T-V. Katie's got you covered in the live chat. Gotcha. As does Mark, because they're both fantastic. I mean what I said. and I There said can whatever. only be one.
1: I'm not going to throw my phone.
2: <laughs> well, I almost did. <laughs> Please do
1: That was more of a note for me. That wasn't for you. That was for me, going, don't throw your phone. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs)
2: I meant there can only be one person on the live chat. Yes, um,
1: and.
0: Yes, Yes, and. and. So let's go ahead and talk about this one. Um, This episode is a good reminder of how high the stakes are getting and how much the creators, specifically Miles and Carrie, just don't care about the tears that we weep watching this show. (laughs) Here's this person (laughs) we built up for a season. And there they go. There she is. Hello, Sienna. Oh, goodbye, Sienna. Oh, we hardly knew you. Spoilers. (laughs) I would hope that, like, nobody's (laughs) watching the episode while also watching our after show. No,
2: but occasionally we get people in our chats for various shows going, Why aren't you showing the episode? Like friends. What do you think we're here for?
1: It says reaction now in the the title. It says reaction.
2: And speaking of spoilers, we're only talking about episode two. We know that episode three is out for sponsors and for people on the site. Megan and I have actually not seen episode three yet because our recording schedule is insane. (laughs) So no spoilers in the live chat, no spoilers in the hashtag, no spoilers in the comments. Please keep it spoiler free for people who have not had the ability to watch it yet. Thank you. Yeah. We can actually what the do. Hell.
0: We'll we can them. actually do predictions in a way where we don't have to just forget that we watched the next episode. Yo,
1: we totally ran out of time last episode, yeah. which was nuts. <laughs> like I didn't think oh, one one episode maybe we'll push it a little bit in it's order like, to make it a, time, but
0: it's we did it. a 20-minute show. We can recap a 20-minute show in like 30 minutes. It'll For be Kim. fine. Or can we? I guess that is no, the challenge. No, we have an hour for a reason. I guess that is the challenge that we're posing to ourselves right now. So, guys, watching this episode, I, for one, was shocked um, by the time we got to the to the credits. Initial thoughts on this
2: week's episode? Inchoate screaming, <laughs> mostly. Just, those wasps, though. I mean, good lord, the lancers. Mm. Wasps are so mean. Yeah, bees are great. Wasps and yellow jackets are terrible. White jackets? Uh, it doesn't have quite the same weight to it. Yeah, Lancer. I go with white coats. Lancer's a Lancers. cool name, though. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> <she's>... <laughs> unless it's Fate's Day Night, which mean, in which mean which case being called Lancer
2: means you're never gonna win. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry.
1: That's out of my realm of understanding, <laughs> so
2: that's fine. Well, we decided stepped into an abridged series here, cool. so we're gonna step back into this actual. Yeah, no, that was a beautiful fight. Yeah, Mark, thoughts?
1: Got it. <laughs> <laughs> uh there there's a lot of there are a lot of story indicators in or at least for like the immediate danger that that i thought they gave away a little bit too quickly because uh, they established early on that hey this is a job for Or at least for the for the pilot this is a job and I'm I've got you I've got my other cargo and everything's gonna go swimmingly and of course you like okay things aren't gonna go swimmingly but the second she started using the the cargo as bullets that's when I was like oh the plane's gonna go down because now that now that there's nothing to care about there's no reason to keep that thing in the air they, they told I cared us to care about, about the about it pilot and, I mean we don't know what happened to him
2: he, he was, doesn't have a name. I assume he's dead. He was argu- <laughs> He did not have a name.
1: He was arguably in the safest place because he was in the seat wearing a seatbelt. So there might have there's probably a uh, Actually,
2: airbag. in a plane crash, the rear of the plane is the safest place to be.
1: You Planes heard tend first.
2: not to back into mountains.
1: You heard it first. Plain, butt. but that type of a, that type of a crash. I fly a
2: lot, okay.
1: But but no, but that t- that type of a plane had a little bit lower of a midsection or whatever. It's the future and it's
0: fantasy
2: either way. Oh uh, yeah, no, he's he didn't have a name. He did. <laughs> Uh, which I is miss him.
0: such a bummer because I really liked him. Me too. Um, I, I did think it was funny that he's like, Wow, I'm really glad we heard that distress signal earlier. That means everything's coming up millhouse because it will be just dandy. And sure enough, the uh the distress people who who sent off the distress signal come flying through being chased by wasp freaking grim and i did also like this part because i'm like oh they're here that means weiss can jump in and say oh they're dead oh dear <laughs> huh. this,
2: I, I feel like so far we can summarize season two uh wow volume five we're on episode <laughs> two i'm really we're gonna go back tired. in time <laughs> i feel like we can so far summarize this with boy that escalated quickly i mean that really got out of hand have
0: either of you ever had any run-ins with wasps Because I I do not care for them in any way, shape, or form. They will attack you completely unprovoked, and I hate them, and I hate them, and I hate them. That's why bees
2: are better. Yeah. Bees don't care.
0: And bees actually serve a useful function in the ecosystem. They do good things, which is why it's bad that they're going away. Wasps are the chaotic evil
2: assassins of the animal
0: kingdom. Yeah, they are! They are! I want to use so many expletive words to describe wasps, which is really hard to do for a show where we're trying not to be explicit. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mark, uh, you, any run-ins with wasps?
1: I was just going to say as a kid, but we're already past it.
0: <laughs> no, you can tell. We're past it. Okay, cool. Um, So, yeah, let's talk about this fight scene a little bit because it's kind of spectacular. Um, I really enjoyed seeing Weiss get back into the swing of things because it's been so long since we've seen her in action. Yes. Yes. Um and and I feel like it was good that like the first fully fledged fight scene of the season is with Weiss because her character short was also the thing that introduced us to volume 5 this year. So I really enjoyed it. How how did you guys feel about it?
2: It was absolutely beautiful. I just I loved watching her snipe them out of the air, and then once we got the queen, I loved seeing the oh yeah, your weapons are useless against me. We have leveled up. Now what? Yep. Mm-hmm. And someone in chat pointed out, and it's chat is scrolling, so I missed the name, that now Weiss can summon a queen lancer. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Put a pin in that one till the end of the season. Does that count? I'm gonna go with yes. All righty, cool.
1: Was was that directly in her hand? It's been. uh, Sorry, I I didn't get a chance to. Her summon killed
2: it. So I'm gonna go with yes. Does we don't we don't
1: we don't know the rules? I'm gonna go with yes. Yes. We don't know the rules.
2: That's that's fair. We We function on rule of cool in this show. I'm willing to bet that that will show up at a later date.
1: It also took her a, a season to learn that one from an encounter that she had. A couple of years ago, like a, a couple of years ago, so mm-hmm. I'm not um, saying she's
2: going to be able to do it immediately, but sure, I'm sure. saying that is now Chekhov's Queen Wasp. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, well,
0: you bring up a good point. We get to see her summon, um, and this is the first time she's been able to form the the Guardian in its entirety. Is that the, is that the official name for it? The Guardian?
2: I uh, don't know.
0: Chat, let us know. Um, the suit of armor. It's the first time she's been able to fully summon this thing. Uh, and we don't, it's so funny because we still don't really know why she was fighting it in the first place. Um, what sort of trial she was going through. I'm sure they go into it in
2: the manga. Probably some we, stupid thing dad made her do. No,
1: we yeah. talked about it, we talked about it last season is that her dad made her do it. Her uh, dad summoned it and said, fight it, kill it. Ugh. And shows it six, call times of five. <laughs> so, it was something that Jock made her do.
0: Ugh. But now this is a thing that she has at her disposal. That's kind of fantastic, provided that she's not dead, which prob- she's probably not dead. She's probably fine. I'm sure getting kicked in the face by bandits is just, it's just something you shake off. Mm-hmm. I was just watching that last scene going, everyone gets one?
2: Boot to the head. Oh. Okay, guess not. nope. Nope. Uh, you do like, not get one.
0: I, I highly doubt Raven's the type of person where it's like, oh my gosh, you're friends with my daughter. I don't oh, think like, she come on knows.
2: In. <laughs> I don't think she knows.
0: I don't know. It,
2: okay. Yeah, Look let's, at all of the interests that she has taken in Yang's life. Look at it. <laughs>
0: let's Let's go ahead and put that on the table for debate. Do we think that Raven knows Weiss's connection to her daughter? Because just because she doesn't actively play a role as a parent doesn't necessarily mean she wasn't keeping tabs on Yang. That's how she showed up to be able to save her in the first place.
2: But tabs on Yang. I feel like there's Yang and then there's a couple people in the periphery, maybe. Alright, I used my one for Yang and now we're done. I'm gonna worry about my own stuff. Like, I doubt she cares.
1: Um, Just going off of how we see her, there's never been any direct correlation. There might have been uh, something that we saw in this as well as in the first episode was that the the bandits are watching no, no matter where they are, no matter what kingdom they're in, so there may be report of, hey, there. these are the girls that Yang is with, with a little bit of a description, but not, I don't think she's going to see her and go, holy crap, it's Weiss, I know you, you're my daughter's friend, uh, but it's, it, I think it's going to be, but I also think that on the same coin, her being a Schnee might Be an issue as well.
0: Yeah, I feel like, in terms, she might recognize Weiss as her daughter's friend, but what she recognizes her as first and foremost is the daughter of Jacques and Mama Schnee,
2: whose name I forget.
0: Drunkie. I feel like Drunkie. Drunky
2: McDrunkerson, yes. <laughs> yeah, you got commentary in the chat. Uh, Mecca Soundwave says, in quotes, "My daughter has friends." <laughs> a Everyone people... just around Yang is just white noise. We've had a couple people tell us that the name of the night is Armor Gigas, and oh, there was another one there. Deep The well... bandits are coming. <laughs> yin and yang i appreciate that a lot
0: <laughs> i understood that <laughs> the reference <bandits> are coming <laughs> i understood that reference thank you um yeah i feel like her being a schnee is the thing that raven cares about more than anything else because that's leverage that's potential income in form of ransom um
1: but that's even to say if she even makes it to Raven's camp, you know, how how, how deep is this? We don't know how, how deep and how spread out these bandit camps are mm-hmm. and, and if they're separated into tribes or like if, if she'll even make it there directly. We don't yeah,
0: know. I'm sure they have tons of outposts and t- tons of hideouts all over the countryside. Mm-hmm
2: given that in terms of plot we have at least three of our four people heading to bandit camps at high speed i would imagine that weiss is going to wind up smack in the middle of things yeah
0: not to mention uh, i believe it was from last season where we got the implication that the bandits kind of roam around as well going from uh city to city uh that they ransack and then Grimm come in and it's just Generally speaking, you don't want to mess with the bandits. Yeah, um, what I what I was really surprised by is um, in this episode wasn't so much Raven's appearance at the end of the episode, but kind of learning how infamous Raven is as a political figure. I mean, yeah, being the leader of a group of bandits, yeah, you know, you don't want to mess with her, but. I didn't necessarily think of her as such a big player in the grand scheme of things. She's basically a mafia don. Yeah, Inter- like I mean, Salem wants her on her side, or like it's it's she has control of the Spring Maiden, as far as we can tell. Like that's a big deal. I just, I don't know why I just for whatever reason in my head I did not think of her as a political figure,
1: and that took me a second to realize that in the opening the person that faces off with of Cinder is probably the Spring Maiden, mm-hmm. which I
2: I love that art. tattoo. Yeah. she's got this Sweet beautiful ink. tattoo on her arm. Sweet ink
0: yep and okay. it's it's going to be very interesting um, and I feel like this is a good segue to kind of go into the evil League of Evil update. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah it'll be interesting to see how Raven's relationship with the spring Maiden varies from that of
2: Salem's relationship with Cinder. I am honestly waiting for yang to get jealous because oh she treats you like a daughter <laughs> Like I'm just probably
0: um, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, do we have any final thoughts on Weiss and the aerial battle and that sort of storyline?
1: It was wonderful to get a chance to see her use not just her training, but un- unleash her emotion in a way that's more like Luke Skywalker and less like Anakin Skywalker in yes. terms of I fight for my friends. Uh, though that's Ike from Fire Emblem. But uh,
2: <laughs> My friends uh, are my power.
1: Yeah, so, so getting, giving her a chance to fight in the real world. In turn, in ter- instead of just in school, everybody's sort of gotten that wake up moment. Like even the end of season three with the major attack, she never really. It was still always school. My friends are here. This is this, but yeah. this is this was her first real test as a huntress.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah, because dad immediately came and picked her up and took her home.
0: Yeah, she was surrounded by friends in that final battle, and yeah, the the group has been separated, but for the most part, she's always had the team or other students or her sister there to support her and yeah that's actually a really good thing to bring up i feel like she's going to go on a bit of a journey because again our introduction to her this season was her sister saying i'm not always going to be there to help you you have to fight your own battles Mm -hmm. yep katie any final thoughts
2: i'd love to see winter again yeah, that <laughs> I'm so glad she's At in Ruby. Jimmy. Of like nothing, but you brought her up, and I'm like, oh yeah, she's great. I but love her. Can we keep her? Wasn't
1: wasn't? Forget. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't the reason why Weiss was heading to Haven yeah. is because that's yeah. where Winter is staying? Okay, yes. so we probably will.
0: I hope so. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, we don't have to wait until the end of the season to see her again. And then she didn't make it
2: all the way to Haven. She just made it to the coast. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Narrowly avoided her own death and then got a boot to the head. She's going on a field trip She's having a great day. And that pilot is probably dead. Yeah, Uh, chat named him Perry. As in, hey, where's Perry?
0: (laughs) Oh, there you are, Perry. I don't want an oh, there you are, Perry
2: moment for that. (laughs) Oh, there you Mm. are, Perry.
0: And there, and there. (laughs) (laughs) Dead (laughs) lines. (laughs) Be (laughs) me to it. Okay, let's swing on over into the Evil League of Evil update. Um, because... They're watching,
2: so beware. <laughs>
0: yeah! <laughs> so, I really... Talking about, like, the build-up to what we'll get into with the White Fang earlier, I kind of thought the big shocking thing in this episode was going to be Leo Lionheart getting axed off. The second that Grimm attacks him, I was like, oh, man, he's gone. He's a
2: goner. I don't do well with ice cream, so we got real close to that. I was just like, nope! no. But they wouldn't get rid of him yet. He's too useful. As far as anyone else knows, he's still the head of Haven Academy and he's still very much on the up and up. If his cover ever gets blown, then yeah, his life is forfeit. But he's too useful where he is right now for her to kill him just because he spoke up out of turn. I do
0: appreciate, though, that I don't think he understands how useful he is because that's kind of Salem's... Sort of wrap up it to her to her little monologue is how useful he actually is, but she doesn't hesitate to make him think that she can just crush him in an instant, which she probably
2: can oh absolutely. you don't let people know that they're useful to you or they get cocky and think that they're irreplaceable and those are two different things mm-hmm. I've written some villains before <laughs> <laughs> mark what do you what do you
0: think about? Leo, do you think this is gonna add to his potential um what do you call it? Redemption. Death. That's the word
1: <laughs> I thought I honestly thought you were gonna say death. <laughs>
0: I was um, thinking redemption, but do you think this is going to tie more into him having a redemptive arc, or like, nah, this guy has a target on him he's a he's a ticking clock
1: no something something that I don't remember if I said on the show last week or if I was just talking to my wife about it was uh the the meeting in episode one was too weird it was too weird this is This is somebody that goes back with crow a while a mm-hmm, while mm-hmm. and if we're especially if we're using the allegory of wizard of oz and and him being such an integral part of that group he he was acting weirder than usual and yeah. being way too forward with information like yeah he was being way too forward with information when it was being withheld for so long to just come out with it Mm-hmm. Uh seems seems to me like it would be a little out of character and he might have been I think he's braver than the show is is letting is letting on. I think that he's he's he is a Master of subterfuge, and I use I may use master a little bit uh, a little bit too loosely, but I th- I think he's a guy that you send in because you look at this pitiable creature, but he's this big guy, and like we're seeing with Salem, he's somebody that you can control. But how much control do you really have of him?
2: Mm-hmm. We've we've also he's also had a whole ten minutes of screen time, maybe, mm-hmm. and we didn't see him until after Watts got his claws in him. So we don't know what he's like yeah. in a sort of default state. Could yeah. be anything.
0: Yeah, it is. It's hard to tell whether or not you know he was acting in character, so to speak. But I, I, I yeah. say in,
1: I say in character meaning here's a league of super spies that are protecting the entire world we've seen how they act around each other yeah and we know the character of the cowardly lion and we also know how these writers go it's this character but and and they Mm -hmm. tweak it just a little bit so when i say in character i don't mean just specifically leonardo lionheart i mean the world that has been presented these past five seasons as well as writers expectations of their audience
0: yeah for sure. And and again, these are these are some writers that like to keep people on their toes uh, as much as they can. So I'm kind of with you, Mark. I feel like he's playing up the... I, I have no doubt that he's terrified of these people. No. Oh, but I yeah. feel like he's playing up the cowardly card a little bit more um, so that he can sort of at least mask and wait for an opportunity. Like a
1: not-evil Professor Quirrell.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah opposite of quarrel, yes yeah. in terms of like yeah just kind of wait for the opportune moment to fill in um, people who can help because
2: yeah or finding a workaround for doing that because he's constantly under surveillance mm-hmm.
0: yeah cause uh, at what point can he give anything away to Crow and the kids
1: which is why it was so overt that's yeah. that's what I that's what I thought after watching the first episode <laughs> again
0: his eyes are just screaming for help. the to well, no, help me. He's got some
1: friend on the back of his eyelids, and <laughs> he blinks very slowly.
0: Help me, yeah. <laughs> you idiot! Mm. Um, I I I think that too, and I also this ties back into um, so, like the the notion of courage in and of itself. It's not. It's not the absence of fear, it's what you do in spite of it. So I have no it's doubt being scared
2: as hell and saddling up anyway. Yep.
0: John Wayne? John Wayne. Yeah. Um, I have no doubt that he is afraid, but real courage is doing what needs to be done when things are really scary anyway. So yeah, yeah I feel like for the cowardly lion, I feel like that gives him an opportunity to be courageous. But who knows, he might just end up disappointing all of us and being like, oh man.
1: He might not be the Cowardly Lion. He might be Aslan.
0: (gasps) That would be amazing. (laughs) And we've broken our theme. Wait, 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 wait. Can you get to Narnia through Remnant?
2: Is there a wardrobe?
1: No. Now you're being silly.
2: No. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Pepsi fan says, blinks in Morse code. (laughs) And Malachroma says, he plans an impromptu monologue. So the first letters of every sentence spell. Help me, please. (laughs) Love that, um, uh,
0: that's fantastic. I'm thinking about it now, if he is Aslan, then Mister Tumnus could be a faunus. I'd, I'd like that. Anyway, Aslan will probably
1: be a faunus. Yeah, still.
0: that's kind of so what I'm he probably thinking. Probably would be too. Um, but yeah, we also kind of uh, conversely, we also on uh, Salem's side of things, we also find out that Cinder has. Been making a pretty good recovery to the point where she can speak again, yeah. and it's
2: nice to hear her voice again. <laughs> she's a little <laughs> homicidal. Good to see you back.
1: Can I? Can I please remind you at the end of season three and how much <laughs> we hate this woman <laughs> and this she's a, monster. she's a she's a monster. It's like ah, what a monster! You can just watch a Jessica <laughs> Negri vlog if you miss her voice, but this is Cinder we're talking about. But,
2: see, I, hmm. I'm looking at the parallels in this episode. I'm looking at Cinder, and I'm looking at Adam. Because we had Adam very much making a move that was not planned by anyone that he's answering to, that no one else knew about, aside from the underlings that he had amassed. And we have Cinder wanting to do the same thing and being told, no, don't underestimate anyone's usefulness. So I'm waiting for there to be consequences. Because early in the episode, we had the bit about, you know, don't do the thing, don't underestimate people, everyone can be useful, you don't just want to axe people when you can use them, and then we have Adam doing the
0: thing. Why are we doing this when we could just take what we want by force,
2: and and then Adam takes what he wants by force? That's an interesting parallel, I didn't even think about that. I'm waiting for this little coup to be the reason for Adam going down. I've pretty much marked him for death. Like, dude's gonna die. I think we're all gonna be real disappointed if that is not the case. (laughs) It's just a matter of laying the stones to get there. And I think this is gonna be one of the big ones, is making this move without letting anyone know that it's coming. Because I feel like this is not something that Salem would have sanctioned at all.
1: That's why I think they're gonna keep him alive.
2: (laughs) They're gonna kill him next episode. What? I'm just know, saying before series end. None, none
1: of this, stu- none of the stuff that I'm saying is indicative of like next episode, the episode after. Of course not. Yes, Um but I think this this is going to empower Cinder to the point where she's gonna do a move out of turn that might cost her her life, and then we have to deal with a new maiden. And of course, I don't think that's this season. Maybe not even next season, but. Uh, I, I think that she's going to get so frustrated. And much much like how Salem is acting like uh, the evil stepmother right now, she's going to act out of turn and go to the ball and wreck everything.
2: Well, I kinda, she was already at a ball once, and it worked out pretty well for her. I'm
0: kind of, you know, in a weird way, I look at Cinder and Salem, and I kind of see... Um, uh, a. A Snoke Kylo Ren sort of relationship right now. You have somebody who's so emotional and really bent on revenge and anger, like that. I feel like, yeah, she could very well step out of turn, and that in and of itself could mean that she is disposable. And if that's the case, who would become our new Fall Maiden? Probably Ruby. It's yeah. somebody,
1: it's at the last moment that you yeah. think about, so.
0: Yeah, depending on what happens, it could would that power like if Salem has Cinder killed, would that power then go to Salem? If it does, is Salem capable of inheriting it? Well, we don't know what Salem is. No, she we really don't. We don't know if she's like some sort of human grim or if she's a former maiden herself. I know I know that supposedly she's not the the a former winter maiden But, like, I'm still willing to, like, keep that in, like, a potential on the murder board uh, in terms of theory. So, yeah, we don't know what she is. So, if she were to, if Cinder were to step out of line and Salem were to have her killed, would she absorb that power? That's... I have no idea.
2: We also have a heavy implication that the Silver Eyes power can trump whatever maiden power there is. You straight up told her, yeah, if, if she learns to use her power... You're kind of hosed, so maybe don't move too quickly. And we kind of saw that at the end of season three.
1: Uh, Malachrome is a genius. Uh, (laughs) Plot twist Adam is a silver eyed warrior, and that's why we never see his eyes.
2: That's fun. That could be fun. And then the follow up more likely plot twist they're saving his face for when he dies to give his death a bit of humanity. I don't think so. I think the one thing. I will not be disappointed if he dies without ever removing that mask.
0: I think the one thing literally everybody in the fandom can agree on is that he is a garbage human who needs to die. He is a garbage faunus who needs to die. Or he's a garbage person. There. Yep, yep, there, there garbage we go. Person there. Garbage yep. people
1: are all created equal.
0: Or plot twist. Out yeah. of garbage. What if he is human? Uh, no, that wouldn't make any sense. <laughs> You're crazy. I am. I'm a little insane being on the 405. For-
1: Calm down. You're starting to lose it.
0: I'm getting hysterical. I'm so sorry. Um, so, yeah, I, I, love, I love the dynamic that we're getting with Cinder and Salem. And I do feel like that, as you say, Mark, is going to come to a head at some point. Do you have any other thoughts on Evil League of Evil stuff before we move on over to the White Fang?
2: I am also fascinated by the seeing jellyfish, but I can't wait to learn more about <laughs> freaking those. Freaking Watts is such a jerk. Can you hear it on, like, doing every audio tech's worst nightmare and tapping the mic to Testing, see if it one, works, two, like, three. stop it! I'm sure the Grimm absolutely loves
0: being tapped on the face.
2: The, that jellyfish is just kind of tentacling and planning revenge. When he leaves, I'll trip him. <laughs>
1: I was just gonna say more tentacles, but
0: oh, oh, there is one other thing we need to bring up, and it's just a small thing. Um, Salem's gonna have a chat with Tyrion uh, because he failed to kill Crow, and also Watts is gonna make
2: Tyrion a new tail. Also, what now? What? How? I'm expecting like a a metal tip at the end of his tail stump, or something like that.
1: Like a short, like a Rottweiler tail. No, That's I mean, just the he's point. got
2: most of his tail, it's just the stinger that he lost, so I'm expecting some mm-hmm. form of, like, metal or constructed stinger, um, because being able to build things out of flesh and attach them to people is a little too, <laughs> for me this season. I'm just wondering, they made it sound like
0: he's done this before, like oh, he's sure. lost tails before, how... This might explain why in the opening for volume 4 we see him fighting without one because I called shenanigans uh if you recall last season I recalled shenanigans being like that's kind of a cheat uh him not having his tail in the opening um but if we can if this is a canonical thing where he can lose his tail and it somehow can be remade artificially That's, I have questions. That's a prosthetic. I mean, it's not like a robot arm,
2: though.
1: It's a robot tail. It's going to be the spread shot like Contra. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
2: I feel like this is less he's lost tails before and more Watts has built limbs for people before. Whether Mm -hmm. they're organic or mechanical remains to be seen. Um, Helichroma says, what if Watts is Dr. Frankenstein and he can do that? And the rest of chat is asking for a tail gun. The tail is also a gun. Oh no. That's... I mean, technically a gun for poison,
0: but...
1: That makes sense. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Watts being being Frankenstein makes sense. <gasps> because Watts, Watts
0: not... isn't short for Watson. It's like electricity. Watts electricity. Yeah. Holy cow. Malachroma, you are on fire it's tonight. Swerve.
1: It's a swerve. and a swerve. Oh. And, and, and we see him doing slightly crazier and crazier looks. Uh, that's good. That's really good.
2: Oh. Malach.
1: Every, everybody, everybody's saying <laughs> saying it at the same time. Watts like electricity? <laughs> that's really good. That's really good. I, that
0: completely changes my perception of this character because I kept looking at him like Evil Watson. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's clever. That is that's Talking really about riders good. subverting expectations
2: that is oh. clever you jerks
1: So <laughs> Oh
2: this is going to go some strange and horrifying places you know the I ones that hasn't already gone I can't wait <gasps> I'm so excited
1: I want meat men
0: <laughs> Yay yeah. I want yeah. like I, Brian Mhm Yeah I want it I want it so much. We'll just get we'll, we'll find Abby normal and Abby normal oh will become a character and it will be great. Isn't that Tyrion? <laughs> Abby normal? I mean, Abby he's Abby someone. He's Abby sorry. normal.
2: <laughs> um, let's be real. All
0: right, let's uh let's go after that mind-blowing revelation that I absolutely love and can't mm. wait for more Horrific elements from. Let's go ahead and swing oh. on over to the White Fang. So we jump. Like it's from... casual.
1: <laughs> swing on over. What are we doing tonight? Just I'm just like, swing I mean, on we're over all in
0: Haven. We're just hanging out. Um, or not Haven, but Mistral. Mistral in particular.
2: Um, we went from Haven to Hell to Mistral.
0: <laughs> the we're at the the cap or the the headquarters for the White Fang, which. Not at Menagerie. We, we've jumped over.
1: Was it indicated that we weren't in Menagerie for this? Because Or was it just implied? I believe I they it
0: s- actually stated that they were in mistral i would have to double check that but it would make
2: sense in i terms don't of... remember that i know she just said you know you brought a human to this location i don't think yeah. they ever th- said where it was i
0: think she said mistral but i would definitely
2: have chat i'm sure you will correct us um, uh then, i they, mean but also they a lot might to say about haven but it was mostly uh no 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 uh also
1: they might they might say it in episode three, so if it is an episode three spoiler, don't say anything, please.
2: Yeah, please
0: don't. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they this is this is the leader of the white thing, Sienna Khan. And guys, <laughs> I'm so I'm going to be really upset talking about this because I fell in love with her after about a minute. I I don't think it took you that long. (laughs) Like about, probably about 20 seconds into her first little speech, I went, oh my god, I love her. Her hair is fantastic. She's got these cute little cat ears. She is sheer con- but a woman, and a woman of color at that, and she, oh, guys, I loved her so much. Uh, Adam love said people. that
1: they were in, that they were in Mistral, that the, uh, the members here in Mistral also see me That's as the high leader.
0: That's what I thought? Okay. okay. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Did you guys, did you guys also fall in love with her, like, immediately? Yes.
2: Yep, I thought it's like, oh, hey, we have the leader of the white. Belt. Oh, this is amazing. Oh, she's so co- Oh, shoot. Yeah. She had such oh. fabulous hair.
1: She still does. It's yeah. just, she's dead.
2: She's so just, just dead now. We all knew that it was going to go sideways when Adam was like, and I brought a human here. Like,. Yeah, I will say, also
0: talking about subverting expectations, I thought that we were really going to see what Hazel was capable of as an intimidating factor. And we find, at least as far as his cohorts go, he's oddly reserved and kind of, I wouldn't, I hesitate to say compassionate, but he has, what's the
2: um he seems I'm trying like to... he's one of those the greater good sort of people like he's not out now out going i enjoy murdering people and all sorts of things it's like no this is the goal this is the end and so we need to get there and if we can get there without the loss of life great but we do need to get there he seems more restrained. That's a the good word
0: I was thinking of. He seems so much more restrained than literally everybody else he works with.
2: He's he's one of those people where it's like you're working for the villain, but you're still kind of an honorable person. So I kind of like you, but you're doing bad things. Stop it.
0: I have so many mixed emotions. Yeah. He's not a good
1: guy. He's not a bad guy. He's just a guy.
0: He's just a guy, and this yeah. just happens to be where life led him.
1: Because we, I, I think, now sort of confirmed what uh, what we saw of him at the end of season four when he was helping Oscar out. Because he he doesn't know what's going on with Oscar. He just sees a kid in trouble, and he and he helps him out. You and know?
2: gives him a word of advice: Don't yeah. so let small obstacles stand in the way of your goal. Life philosophy.
1: But also, but also this that we see that now in this where this may not be an obstacle maybe a good thing in the long run but i think also the the guy that waits to fight is the guy that can end a fight
2: so so i think when
1: we do see hazel it's going to be something where he's just going to like take off the leg weights and then all of a sudden (laughs) Uh,
2: malachroma (laughs) says he's a lawful neutral that just happened to end up in the villainous party yeah. Again, he's also a guy who's had less than 10 minutes of screen time, so we don't know. And yet, I love him a lot more than I like Adam. <laughs> I, I like Hazel about as much as I dislike Adam. Well, Adam has proven with his 25 minutes of screen time that he is a horrible trash fire person. Yeah.
0: He's, he's a monster. He's
2: not a good people. Well, outside
0: of... Uh, for, yeah, Hazel is fascinating. And it makes me wonder who he is outside of working for Salem and why he's working for who Salem. Who he was. Yes. Who yeah. was he before he ended up signing up with the Evil League of Evil? Mm-hmm. How did he get recruited into the Evil League of Evil? I have so many questions.
1: That's proving that not every villain is Lemons.
2: <laughs> well, and people are saying, oh, well, maybe he's just a person for hire. And I'm like, no, Roman was a person for hire. People for hire in world-ending schemes act a little differently than people who are actually on board.
0: He's at the table.
2: Yeah. He's
0: he's in the room where it happens. At the table. It took Cinder forever to get to the table. She couldn't get to the table until she was a freaking
2: fall maiden. Which means that he is committed to the cause. He's not there for a paycheck. And it's just... You, When when he said,
0: nobody has to die today, I interpreted that as a low-key threat. Like, hey guys, you don't have to get killed coming up against me, pointing your spears at me. Nobody has to get hurt. I totally interpreted that as a threat, but I think he genuinely wanted it. And then when he walks away and said, nobody had to die today, you really get the sense that he was really
2: Disheartened by this course of action. He legitimately didn't want anyone to die today. I
1: don't think that he was disheartened. I think that he, like you said, in terms of restrained, he knew that that was the wrong move.
2: Oh, yeah. Uh, and and, you and just it was hear more, him. You're,
1: it, was, it was less, I'm disappointed in you, son, and, and more, you're such an idiot. You have yeah. no idea what you're about to do.
2: We um, needed to hear his tone. Like, when were you planning on telling us about this? Like, this is kind of. A big deal. We needed Mm. Sienna, and we planned to win over Sienna. This is bad. You made an executive decision, and you are not executive level. Mm. And,
0: I mean, before she gets killed, she basically lays out everything wrong with Adam and his strategy. And, yeah, he might have been able to recruit at least people close enough to actually get away with this assassination attempt, but... Yeah, that doesn't negate any of the problems that she brought up. And that, I mean, the white fang is going to fracture into what I feel is Blake's side and his side. Yeah. Yeah, it's not going to be the white fang anymore. It's going to be the bloody freaking red fang.
2: I feel like that's only going to happen (laughs) if slash after the truth about Sienna comes out because i feel like there will be people who will be iffy about adam leading but if it was a human that killed their leader well then they really need to double down and i don't think it'll i don't think we're going to get that fracture until the truth comes out
0: yeah well god i
1: want to see this world's version of baloo <laughs> Because we've gotten Shere Khan, we've gotten... Bagheera. 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 I want to see Baloo. I love Baloo.
0: Bagheera. Baloo would be great. I
1: want to see Ka, even. But, but either way, oh um, there there was a lot about this. Uh, I, I would like if... Uh, I, I know I did mention earlier that whenever Adam does die, he won't. But uh, <laughs> I am changing that to I want Hazel to be the one.
0: That would be fantastic. I want
1: Hazel Hazel to be pushed and not show it, but in his calm, cool, and collected, one person has to die today, and it's you. And even just grab him and end him immediately. Because here's this character that has been this thorn in the side, and... It's an F.U. to the fans, because they would want to see the They the would revenge. want
0: Yang or Blake
2: to be the one to confront him.
1: I, I would like it as a sense of, yeah, this guy that you thought was such a big deal, he's child's play.
2: But then we really do have a human huntsman killing the head of the White Fang.
1: Yeah, fair. Um, I, I also think that <laughs> Hazel's, uh, Hazel's age is an indicator of how long he's been involved in it, because we don't see anybody with gray hair unless they... Or like, transitioning hair, I should say. Yeah. Not, like, Silver Fox uh, <laughs> style.
0: Ironwood, when hey. When it comes to Ironwood.
1: <laughs> but um, we don't... Like, people with faded hair all seem to come from the same era. And I think there might be a moment where... Uh, where maybe, well, no, because I think Oz probably would have said something to Oscar if he had known who he was. But yeah. maybe there was a meeting somewhere with somebody previously, and he's been a little bit more involved for a little bit longer than yeah. we know.
0: The long, I mean, yeah, I feel like it's a good <laughs> assumption to to kind of look at him and be like, yeah, this is somebody who's been playing this game for quite some time. Um, yeah, I, I, I agree. I feel like. I feel like him killing Adam would be absolutely fantastic. Um, Yeah, I think we all just
2: really want Adam dead. Yeah, like that's the long and short of it. I don't care if he falls down a flight of stairs. I just want him dead.
0: It's it's interesting. um, Again, kind of looking at it on like a grander scale because Adam has effectively taken control of the White Fang in this in this maneuver. But like the way Hazel reacts to it, it's definitely like that was the wrong move. It's weird thinking of the white fang as sort of small potatoes when it comes to whatever salem has concocting she's just getting all of these pieces lined up that it's so weird to think of the white fang as a piece on her chessboard so yeah the the white fang could fracture into the, the you know the pacifist side as led by blake versus the violent side as led by adam but ultimately, I feel like that's kind of going to be diminished by the grander thing of whatever's going on, whatever Salem has in store for Remnant
2: as a whole. And also, I think uh, it'll factor heavily into it. Okay.
1: As, as a correction, uh, Oz did mention to Oscar at the end of the season that he is somebody from his past and not to mess with him. Just wanted to get that out there. Sorry. Please continue.
0: Oh no, no, that's that was basically all all I had on uh, on that thought. Just hazel i'm intrigued by adam needs to die in a fire um and the the white fang could as you as you said could either be instrumental in salem's sort of plot for remnant or it could just be a small piece in the grander scheme of things so we shall see any final thoughts on uh the the glimpse into the white fang that we've gotten in this episode
2: how did they ever get anything done? <laughs> I feel like all we've seen from them is fighting, and that, well, you know, I guess they managed to steal a train. So, never mind, I take that back. They are effective. We just see the infighting at the top levels. The uh, They were effective because Sienna was in charge. And now we have Adam, who is <sighs> brash and young and doesn't think things through. Now he thinks things through. He just makes the wrong decisions. Although,
0: yeah, I'm... I'm with you. I would love to see if whether or not he has silver eyes or maybe I don't know. we'll see.
1: Um, I would like to see a look into Gira's administration personally to see mm. what what how, did, how it devolved what the transition of power between her him and Sienna was.
0: Yeah, uh, what was that relationship like before it completely fell apart? Yeah. But
2: we did have the flashback from Blake a while ago where she said that the leaders stepped down. And another one stepped in. Who was more violent. But I doubt that it was a violent coup. Between Gira and Sienna, I feel like they were the sort of people who would be able to sit down and talk. Not necessarily like each other, but be able to have a productive conversation. Yeah. Hmm.
0: There's probably mutual respect there. Um, Especially being both leaders of the White Fang at, at various points in time. That, And also just... I don't know. Sienna seems like she used violence when it
2: was necessary as yeah. opposed to. Preemptively. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, I'll just kill people because I feel like it.
2: Whereas We'd... Adam is a preemptive violence sort of person.
0: Well, I feel like that just about does it. Let's go ahead and dive into some predictions. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Mark, I'm guessing you've already watched the next episode. I have,
1: so that's why I sort of included my long-term ones as a part of the discussion. So please, have fun.
0: <laughs> I was going to say, if you have any other long-term no. uh, predictions... Okay, cool. Katie, we'll oh, I have no
2: idea. You go first.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like we're going to cut back to Yang and uh, Team Ruby, And I feel like next episode is going to be a lot of um, exposition uh, from Ozpin slash Oscar in terms of like getting everybody caught up to speed... Um, and, I don't know, finding out more about his situation and what's happened. Well, we've gone full <laughs> yes. Yu-Gi-Oh,
2: so we might as well talk about
0: it. Yeah, might as well. And <laughs> and also figuring out how Oscar now factors into the team. Because yeah. he's too inexperienced to really be a part of the fight, but Ozpin has knowledge that
2: they all need. So, that's... I can see Jean cool. teaching him to fight. That would be cute. I can.
1: It- and now, this isn't a spoiler. I'm just going to say, uh, we did a panel three years ago at uh, RTX where we talked about what uh, Oz's semblance <gasps> would be, and I made a joke about it.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, said it's,
1: I said it's not a spoiler. I said it's not a spoiler. Um, but why don't you go back and watch that and just have a laugh, because I did. It's on the After Buzz page. look. giant
2: head jokes. Or, Love it. Or
1: don't watch it, because that's the joke. <laughs>
2: I love it. That's the obvious Oz the Great <laughs> and Powerful joke. I mean, come on, let's be real. Uh, right. Well, folks, I think we're just about
0: any out of time um, for, for this week. Um, any final thoughts before we wrap it up?
2: This was such a good episode.
0: This was fun. It
2: hurt me, but I like it. Can't
0: wait for more. Um, if you guys haven't already done so, please go to iTunes to rate, subscribe, leave a comment. We love hearing from you, and it's the best way to let our producers know that you guys like the show that we're putting on, particularly because we are under a new name in iTunes, RT, or Rooster Teeth Reviews, as opposed to the Ruby After Show. So for those of you watching on YouTube, go to iTunes and leave a review for Rooster Teeth Reviews, because that's really going to help us out.
1: And I've got one more thing. Uh, if, if you're a fan of uh, Voltron, or Power <sighs> Rangers, or Overwatch... Uh, and of Justice League. Why don't you head over to Lootcrate.cr/slash AfterBuzz. Get yourself a 10% off of a new subscription. Uh, we had a chance to reveal uh, what the sh- excuse me what the shirt is going to be looking like in that crate on our Voltron After Show this past Monday, uh, and it'll help uh, support us as hosts if you go to Lootcrate.cr. Uh, I'm sorry, Loot.cr/slash AfterBuzz. You'll get 10% off and it helps us out here at the network. So uh, help us out. Help yourself out by getting some great merch from the fine folks at Loot Crate.
2: You can also use code AFTERBUZZ at checkout. Mm -hmm. Yay!
0: Yay! Thank you guys so, so much. Uh, Katie, where can people go if they want to find you?
2: You can follow me all over the social medias as well as Twitch and YouTube at KIAXET. That is K-I-A-X-E-T. If you're participating in NaNoWriMo, I'm also on the Nano site under the same name. So uh, friend me and we'll yell about writing together. It'll be great. (laughs) Mark?
1: You can find me on Twitter at Mark Bidonica I do a whole bunch of other shows here as well as around the world. What? Uh, just find me at Mark B. here, Instagram, the Rooster Teeth site, uh, and and make sure you follow our group Twitter, which is ABTV Rooster Team. Uh, we'll let you know about certain happenings with the team or random pieces of news that may not directly correlate with what we're talking about. Uh, congratulations to the Combat Ready team for a successful Kickstarter. Uh, we're going to be getting that in like a year probably because that's a lot of production. But yes, and also make sure to follow our other members, uh, Patrick at P to the Ds and Stacey Shuttleworth who is at Stacey Shuttles. If you like video games, follow Inventory Full PT. Uh, we do a talk- talk show and streaming on Twitch. Thank you so much.
0: Feel free to also use the hashtag throughout the week, too. We love get, we love seeing people's art and the fun photoshops that they do.
1: And the hashtag for the people that don't know.
0: Uh, is RWBYABTV. Now and I'm Megan Salinas. You guys can tweet at me at the main That's T-H-E-M-E-N-G-U-I-N. I am also on a bunch of shows here at After Buzz. I write articles for the movie Chick. That's Chick with two Ks. Be sure to check this out. Be sure to also check out season two of the Shadow Radio Recruciation. Take a breath. I'm take a
1: breath there. and do it again. Because I,
0: <laughs> take yeah, a sure. we always lose that one.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> be sure to also check out season two of the Shadow Radio Recreation, where I do the voice of Margoline. Thank you guys so so much for watching. We will see you all next week.
1: From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil svitek and the entire Afterbuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the Afterbuzz TV Network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterbuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Just, Just you, you later. later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only they do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. Buzz.